0: We're continuing through our examination of the book of Daniel, and we're up to the ninth chapter. We started the ninth chapter in our previous episode together. And uh, I want us to go back and uh, read the first, what was it, four or five verses that we uh, looked at, sort of set the uh, context of what's going on. It says this, verse 1, In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of Median descent, who was made king over the kingdom of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, Observed in the books the number of the years which was revealed as the word of the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet for the completion of the desolations of Jerusalem, namely 70 years. So allow me to pause here for a moment. Uh, it's a rather convoluted sentence, is it not? So it's the first year of Darius, and it was the Medo-Persian Empire that had conquered the Babylonians, the Chaldeans. And Daniel was reading in the books, and he was reading the portion of Jeremiah the prophet and saw that Jeremiah had said that Jerusalem would be desolate for 70 years. And so, uh, as we're going to see, Daniel realized that they were close to the end of that time period of desolation. So what does Daniel do? Verse 3, So I gave my attention to the Lord God to seek him by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. Now, this is Dale again. Why did he do that? You know, why did he respond in that way? Why not, sh- you know, shout and holler and hoop and give praise to God? Well, that's a place to do that. But I think he realized some stuff. And by the time we get done with the actual prayer itself, I believe it'll be verified that he realized that the people had not really changed, okay? and he realized that they were no better off than they were, and that the things that they had been hauled into captivity over, they were still participating in sometimes. Okay, now verse four. I prayed to the Lord. My God, and confessed and said, Alas, O Lord, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant and loving kindness for those who love him and keep his commandments. We have sinned, committed iniquity, acted wickedly, and rebelled, even turning aside from your commandments and ordinances. So we covered this in the last episode. Daniel joins himself with his people and says, Hey, God, we've done this. He says, I prayed to God, I confessed, and I said, Lord, you are the great, awesome God. You keep your covenant. You keep your loving kindness, especially for those who love you and keep your commandments. But you know what, Lord? We have sinned. We have committed iniquity. We have acted wickedly. We've rebelled. We've turned aside from your commandments, and we've turned aside from your ordinances. Verse 6. Moreover, in other words, on top of all that, moreover, we have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, our fathers, and all the people of the land. So Daniel is acknowledging, he says, you know, Lord, we have sinned. And this is how we've sinned. We've committed iniquity. We've acted wickedly. We've rebelled against you. We've turned aside from your commandments and your ordinances. And he says on top of all that, we haven't listened to your servants, the prophets. The Lord has sent forth his prophetic word year after year after year, decade after decade, uh, proclaiming to his people. uh, You need to repent. Don't get caught up in this. If you keep doing this, here's what I'm going to do. He warned the northern tribes, and sure enough, uh, Assyria comes along and hauls them in captivity around 722 B.C. He warns the southern tribes. And so uh, same thing happened. It was all said and done by 586 B.C. Babylon had see, besieged them three times and had conquered the southern kingdom. He's And Daniel's saying this. He's acknowledging this. We haven't listened to your prophets. He's acknowledging that the prophets spoke in the name of the Lord. And the prophets spoke to the kings, spoke to our princes, spoke to our fathers, and all the people of the land. So it's not even the kind of thing that uh, they could come back and say, well, you know, the king knew about it, but we didn't know about it, and that kind of thing. No, no, no. The prophets spoke to all, and they did not listen to them. Now, verse 7. Righteousness belongs to you, O Lord, but to us open shame. As it is this day to the men of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and all Israel, those who are nearby and those who are far away in all the countries to which you have driven them because of their unfaithful deeds which they committed against you. And he's going to pick up this idea of open shame and pick up this idea of what the people have done all through this prayer. But notice what he says. He says that, Lord, righteousness belongs to us. I mean, belongs to you. (laughs) I'm reading ahead. Righteousness belongs to you, O Lord. But to us, only open shame belongs. We will see this idea developing as we go along. Okay? He says, it is this way today to the men of Judah. Now, remember where he is. Daniel's in Babylon. But open shame to the men of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, And all Israel, but not only there, those who are nearby, those who are far away, and all the countries to which you have driven them because of their unfaithful deeds which they've committed against you. So he's saying this you know, open shame belongs to us, Lord, whether we are near or whether we're far, whether we are in Babylon. Whether we've been, and there were many that were scattered about because when the Assyrians came down, uh, let's just use very, very rough numbers, 150 years before, 140, 150 years before, they had scattered the Jews about. And he says, regardless of where we are, open shame belongs to us. Why is that? Because of our unfaithful deeds. Verse 8 continues, open shame belongs to us, O Lord, to our kings, our princes. And our fathers, because we have sinned against you. From the very beginning, Daniel is dealing with uh, what the real issue is. The issue is that the people had sinned. That's the reason that the Lord allowed them to be taken into captivity. He warned them for many, many, many years through the prophets. But they wouldn't listen to the prophets. So now Daniel is reading in the scripture of the prophet Jeremiah, not really the scripture of that time, but reading Jeremiah's writings in the books. And he realized that they're at the end of the 40 years that were prophesied by Jeremiah. This shows us that Daniel believed the word of Jeremiah, believed him to be a true prophet of God. So what does Daniel do? He prays. He seeks the Lord by prayer, supplication, fasting, and sackcloth and ashes. And we see why now. Because they had sinned, they committed adultery, I mean iniquity. And it wasn't just the immediate ones, it had been generations. It was those that were scattered all over that had turned their back against the Lord God. And he says this open shame belongs to us. We have sinned against you. I tell you, uh, this is a prayer that could be lifted up by many right now. Not only unbelievers, but many believers who have turned away from the word of the Lord, turned away from his truth, and turned to their own understanding of things. It's rampant within the body. Folks, it's time to repent. It's time to turn away from the desires of the heart and the sin and the iniquity, acting wickedly, the rejection of the commandments and the ordinances of God. And it's time to turn to him and watch what he will do. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you next episode.